Welcome to Adulting 101, a weekly workshop-style podcast bringing you motivation, guidance, and step-by-step instructions on how to navigate the world of adulthood. You're listening to episode 127, How to Handle Stress During the Holidays. Look, I get it. A real-life millennial myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the decisions of adulthood with no clear sense of what the results may be. I'm Danielle, your host, a mindset coach, yoga instructor, and small business owner here to share my struggles along this journey, providing you with the tools and confidence you need to start living your best life. So without further ado, let's hop into the episode. Hey, hi, and hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It has been a crazy few weeks here for me. I don't know about you guys. Can you believe it's already December? Because I sure can't. I was traveling in Alberta a few weeks ago, and then last week I pretty much spent the whole week practicing to get my DZ license, which for those of you who are not from Ontario, that's essentially my license to drive any vehicle that has three axles. So I got it, obviously, for the fire department so I can start driving the fire truck. So it's been a very exciting time. My boyfriend and I also bought a house last week, which is just a whole other level of things to have on my plate. But you know what? It's fine. It's fun. We don't move in till January. So I'm just kind of trying to get some things together in my business and in my life to set me up for 2020. Because really, where did the year go? 2020 is right around the corner. And before we can even get there, come the holidays. And so that's kind of what I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about. Because believe it or not, one of my most listened to episodes on this podcast of all time is episode 81, which I did pretty much this week a year ago, um, and that was how to make healthy holiday choices. And so since it's been a whole year since that episode was recorded and published, I figured I'd come back, do a little bit of a revamp or a do-over, if you will, but I would recommend you go and check that one out because it is a little bit different. Last year, it was focused a lot around eating and exercising, and so this year I'm kind of taking a more well-rounded approach because tis the season to get stressed out, fa-la-la-la-la. Okay, I'll stop singing. I'm not a very good singer, but you see so many people look forward to the holiday season and just the start of the new year, myself included. I always love fresh starts, but I know for many people, it can also be a really, really stressful time of year. I am right there with you. And so, like I said, while last year I focused more on healthy habits around eating and exercising, I want to be approaching this episode from a more holistic perspective. And so I'm going to encompass finances and wellness and self-care because often our stresses regarding the holidays go far beyond just what we're eating or how much we're eating. And it's really a culmination of the shopping and the socializing and the entertaining that comes with the holidays. So hopefully that makes sense. If you are someone who is dreading the holidays or you just want some helpful reminders as we head into this busy time of year, then this episode is for you. Should be short and sweet, so let's get into it. These are three tips I have for handling stress during the holidays. If you are ready for a stress-free holiday season, screenshot this episode, share it to your Instagram, let me know you're listening, tag me. I can't wait to see your hashtag stress-free holiday stories. Let's start the episode with arguably the biggest stressor of all, not just during the holidays, but all year round, really. That is cash money. Let's talk about it. Tip number one, set a budget, stick to it. Money can be a huge stressor for people on a good day, let alone when you have to buy like 10,000 gifts all in one month. And I'm lucky in my family, we've actually moved away from gift giving for the most part. And instead we've adopted this sort of, I like to call it a secret Santa hybrid model minus the whole secret part. It's been super effective. We've been doing it for a few years now. And so essentially what happens is we all put our names into a hat. We each draw one name and give whoever got us. So it's not a secret. 
a list of options to choose from. So I might put like 10 different gift ideas or like things that I like for that person so they're not going into it blind. And then we set a limit of somewhere from like 50 to $100 and we call it a day. So you're buying gifts for one person, they've given you like 10 ideas of different things you could buy for them and you just have to go to the store, get that one person that gift and then that's it. So if you can bring this model into your family, I would 10 out of 10 recommend it because it sort of takes away the whole huge consumerist aspect of Christmas, but I know for some of you it's unavoidable. My in-laws, for example, are so next level when it comes to Christmas, like there's just no point in even suggesting that idea. And so if that's you, that's okay too. If this is more your case, I suggest that you just approach it with an attitude of being prepared and being realistic. So ask yourself questions like, is buying this gadget for this person going to put me into debt? Because if the answer is yes, it might just mean coming to terms with what would be more realistic for you. Maybe purchasing a gift card for a portion of the price or finding some sort of alternative gift that's more suitable. Sometimes you just have to be realistic with people and honest. Like I can't afford to buy you these $400 headphones right now. So I got you this instead. A friend of mine actually suggested something that was pretty cool that her and her boyfriend were doing. And so essentially they made two different Christmas lists. One was like their dream list. And then the other one was more their realistic list. And so basically what that meant was that the dream list was more like high end, higher ticket items. And so if between the time they made those lists and the time Christmas came, they came into surprise money, maybe they got like a tax rebate in the mail, or they were able to work overtime, or they somehow brought in extra money than what they had projected, then they could use that money to buy their significant other the dream gifts. Otherwise, the real gift list would suffice, and that would be like lower and cheaper items. When she was explaining it to me, it sounded kind of funny, but then I thought about it and it actually makes total sense. So whoever is listening right now that really just wants to hear this message, just know that there is literally no reason for you to go into debt over a freaking holiday, okay? There is no reason for you to go into debt. And I know that you feel pressure and that can be really hard to deal with because you see, I've always hated the consumerist aspect of Christmas simply because I feel like the pressure to spend money on people doesn't come from ourselves, but it instead comes from this social pressure to keep up with what everyone else is spending on us. So I might think like, oh, my mom could really use these slippers. She would love them. And then they only end up costing me like $30. And then she buys me some super expensive $100 gift. And now I'm like, oh, I should have spent another $70 because we feel like we need to sort of compete with each other. And so I'm all for buying gifts for the ones we love. But A, why do we have to let this calendar date of December 25th decide when we're gonna buy this gift? And B, why just because I bought my significant other flights to Texas for Christmas, which I did, does that mean that he has to feel obligated to spend the same amount of money on me? Like I literally don't need $400 worth of things, nor do I care that I spent more money than he did. Does that make sense? Save your money, people. Quit buying out of obligation. Be realistic set a budget, stick to it. Anytime I come into like surprise money throughout the year, obviously this might not be helpful now because Christmas is so close, but maybe moving into 2020. Anytime I get an HST check, like every three months, if you live in Ontario, at least you get a check in the mail from the province. It's usually like a hundred bucks. I put that aside and I use it for Christmas because that's not money I projected coming in from paychecks or from my business. And so it's just a really great way to sort of have like free money that I can use towards the holidays. So hopefully that's helpful now that we're all in agreement about how we're going to treat this season. Let's move on to our next biggest stressor of the season, which is overwhelm. Tip number two for you is to keep things simple. This time of year is notorious for people getting overwhelmed, overcommitted, or just simply having too much on your plate. And it could come from hosting parties or having to go to parties or having to organize or participate in gift exchanges or cookie exchanges or 
making plans and shopping and baking and traveling and so on. If this is you, simply remember this one thought. Things don't have to be perfect and you don't have to do everything alone. I actually have a perfect example for this in my own family and I'm not trying to throw shade here, but my dad is notorious for this. He is literally one of the most stressed out people I know. He has high blood pressure. He is always like on edge. And every holiday, not just Christmas, I'm talking Thanksgiving, Easter, all of it. I text him and I ask, hey dad, what do you want me to bring to dinner? How can I help? And his response every single holiday for my entire life has always been, Nothing. We've taken care of it. Guys, listening right now, I have six siblings. We all have significant others. I have two nieces. I have aunts, uncles, like you do the math. This is a big dinner, lots of people. And here's my dad not asking for help and then ending up getting stressed the day of. Don't be like my dad, okay? <laughs> Man, I love the guy. He seriously does a great job every holiday. I commend him, but seriously, just get your family involved, ask your friends, know your limits, ask for help when you need it, and just say no when you need to. People are more understanding than we give them credit for, I think. And this really complements my last tip, which I'm sure if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you should expect this tip by now, as I say it in pretty much every episode, and that is to prioritize your self-care. Setting aside time for yourself is paramount this time of year, mostly because we have so much going on, that we need the energy to be able to fully participate in them. But just with the chaos of the social obligation after social obligation after social obligation, you might find it hard to have a moment alone. And that's why this is more important than ever. So whether for you that looks like hitting the gym for an hour a day or taking the time to read a book or just fitting in some sort of activity that you enjoy, give yourself as little as 15 minutes to just sit and breathe and clear your mind. Go for a walk, get a massage. Actually, I might go book a massage. That sounds like a great idea. Time to take my own advice. Listen to music. Just do whatever suits you, especially when you feel like you can't because I get that, but the times where you feel most stressed out are probably the times where you would benefit the most from taking that time to yourself. So during the holidays, it can seem like you don't have time for any of this. I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't have time to go to the spa. I don't have time to sit alone in my room, but prioritizing your sanity is actually going to help you enjoy the holiday season even more. I promise you this. Think about it. Would you rather be high stress and then jump into Christmas dinner with all your aunts and uncles and parents, having spent the whole drive over running through your to-do list of all the stuff you need to get done once you leave dinner, or would you rather waltz into dinner, same situation, but you're feeling cool as a cucumber because you just jammed out to Justin Bieber for the last 20 minutes on the drive over? I don't know about you, but I would definitely rather pick the second scenario. If you don't like Justin Bieber, that's fine. I'm judging you, but pick a different artist. Help yourself by helping yourself, okay? I want to know who is committed to making this holiday season as stress-free as possible. I know I am. I'm raising my hand right now. Again, screenshot this episode, share it to your story, tag me. Let's commit to this together, you and I listening to this podcast, okay? Let's commit to less financial stress. Let's commit to outsourcing the things we need to get done. Let's commit to having more time for ourselves. Go us. It's December now, so I can say it. Happy holiday season, everyone. Stay tuned for the rest of the episodes for this month because I have seriously got some good stuff planned for you. I was planning podcast episodes my entire flight home from Edmonton. So I want you to make next year your best yet. That is sort of what's going to be the theme for the rest of the month. So trust me, 2020 is right around the corner and I want to help you get there the best I can. So I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope these tips were helpful and happy holidays. Let's not stress. Let's have some fun and I will talk with you all again soon. Mm -hmm.
Thank you so much for tuning in as always. If you enjoyed this episode, please hop on iTunes, leave me a rating or review, or share this link with a friend that you think could benefit from my content. If you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram. That's at Lifestyle by Design Studio. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lifestyle by Design Studio. Or you can connect to my personal channels on Twitter and Snapchat. That's at Danielle Ryan, Danielle two A's. I look forward to chatting with all of you and I'll talk to you again next week. Take care.